This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. At American University, we don't just hope for change. We create it. We don't just dream of a better world. We make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at american.edu slash grad school. Everyone, but you know, before we get into the podcast, check out our new Instagram, Hold the on. Super this, Hoopers. This, no, you, okay. Hold on. <laughs> what are we doing? I was I was just gonna like make it so it runs before the podcast. Oh oh, you want to do it that way? Yeah. yeah oh yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Sorry. Sorry. So check out our Instagram, our new Instagram, run by Dave Feudernick, the Super Hoopers. Right. I don't know. I'm not in charge, Davis. <laughs> you, so. you don't know the handle though. No, we this is we hire good people. That's this <laughs> is this is if, like as as CEO of the Super Hoopers. Right. By right. the way, I just dubbed myself that. <laughs> kind of boss yeah, move. John, look at that i looked i looked at the only guy who had claimed to it and i was like i'm the ceo sure you can have you can be the ceo <laughs> um, um yeah john john had dave start running the instagram yeah yeah so and it's um, amazing it's really good nice because we didn't have an instagram right. yeah and dave has just no job dave's a. <laughs> He's you know he's an actor. So. Well, yeah, he yeah. is a great also three point shooter who is on my basketball. Yeah, he knows, it, he knows his role. Yeah. yeah. So we'll uh, yeah. I don't want any control of that. I think Dave should just do what he wants. Uh, Which is a lot of Nick stuff. I'm guessing it's a lot of Nick a lot, stuff. A lot of Chris yeah. Stapps. Yeah. So uh, I'll, so I'll follow us on nice. on the Instagram yeah. on the Super Hoopers. Yeah. And then yeah, Dave, send Dave suggestions. Yeah. Whatever. We, you we want. can't. We can't. I have no control over it. If you want anything memed, he's yeah. he's, <laughs> he's the wizard of memes. Yeah. And we told him just put as many hashtags yeah. as he can. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting. You're now listening to Super they're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. It's pretty. It's so pretty. That's what you said, man. I'm supposed to be a franchise player, and we're in here talking about. Welcome to Super Hoopers, an inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news. I'm your host, Matt Hill. With me, as always, my brother in basketball, John Hill. John, hello. Matt, I've been sitting with you for a good 20 minutes. Uh-huh, yeah. And, what? and uh, you didn't notice my haircut. Oh, you got a haircut. Well, congrats. Ooh, congrats. Congrats. Wow. You both look like you have a haircut. Yeah. Like I got, a recent I, haircut. I got my... Uh, I I say, yours is look, looking pretty tight, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that voice you hear is uh, CJ Toledano. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. CJ uh, form, formerly wrote for the Detroit Pistons mm-hmm. and Bleacher Report, yep. right? Right. Uh, yeah, John, I, I did my monthly visit to Supercuts. I know. You know I was thinking I should have gone to Supercuts. Right. Yeah, you should have. Just Where did you go? I went to Floyd's. Okay. Now, here was the thing. I went in, I, like, literally just came from Floyd's. Yeah. So I went in, I called, and I was like, can I get something at, like, before six? Because I got to record this, the number one podcast in the world. Right? <laughs> right. Uh, she was like, oh, the Super Hoopers, right? And I was like, yeah. Can you, can you fit me in? And I was like. She said, of course. You have to yeah, look, you, you you have have to to look, look good. good. For, yeah, yeah. look obviously. fresh for the pod. Yeah. <laughs> She's like cutting my hair, and I'm like, yeah, you know, here's the thing. I just got to be somewhere at 7. She's like, oh, okay. And I was like, so I got to, like, leave, like, like, I'm thinking I have, like, 40 minutes to get a dude haircut. Should be pretty simple, right? 40 minutes. She was the slowest person. Oh, man. man. That's a good cut, though. What Thank a you. Good cut. I, and that was the thing. I was like, I really like this, but I'm like, I got I just gotta go. Can you go just like what, uh, what a like a very interesting story that I'll cut out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna keep talking about haircut, it. You're gonna haircut. ask me questions about my career. I'm gonna keep talking about John's just haircut. Yeah, yeah, do just, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait it to flat. Yeah, yeah. So let's get to it, CJ, because you have a really interesting career. Because you, you're a stand-up, right? Uh, I used to be. I sort of quit. I, I mean, I don't know if you can quit stand-up because all of my friends and my girlfriend are stand-ups, and so. Uh, yeah, I stopped a couple of years ago because I started getting these weird ass jobs. 
So um, then you were, but then you were a comedy writer. Yeah, uh, yeah, sort of stand up comedy writer for a good like decade. Right. Until I started falling into these weird, these weird. And then, jobs. so then somehow the the Detroit Pistons hired mm-hmm. you to make videos. Yeah. So I was working. Uh, well, actually, I, I worked with this producer over at Funnier Die at the time. Uh, her name is Betsy Koch. Big shout out to her. Um, and she was in my basketball game every Saturday, and you know we just became friends. And then this Pistons partnership with Funnier Die came up, and they're like, "Who's gonna you know run this thing?" Or like, "Who's gonna move there?" And run this thing, and I, my my name came up, and I pitched them some stuff, and they're like, "You're the guy," and they sent me out there. <laughs> the, so that's how you know that type of stuff happens. And when you went to Detroit, did you just buy like a, a city <laughs> block? Yeah, like I, I had a mansion. <laughs> no, I mean they they put me up in this crazy like it's if Batman was a teenager and needed like a, his first loft apartment because uh, <laughs> it was a two floor two floor loft uh, apartment uh, in in like downtown Detroit. Okay, and it was magnificent. Like I built a little movie theater in there. Um, Whoa. Uh, have like a projector screen and live there for a whole NBA season. Uh, yeah, going to the, the Palace of Auburn Hills every day for work. Wow, it, was absurd, it was surreal. Surreal experience. So you, yeah. and, and, the, and the Pistons, what's what's their idea? They just want to are you, are you are you hired to make funny videos? Yeah. Or? The premise was that they, you know, they're the Detroit Pistons in 2015 and 16, so they don't have much notoriety. You know, they have some decent players on the team, but no one really knows them uh, outside their local market. And so, like, how do we get, you know, relevancy uh, worldwide? And, and so they're like, through social media, through, you know, what's the, the crazy experimental conceptual ideas that we can do? And so that's how they, you know, reached out to Funny or Die. Uh, and I was, you know, they hired me to do sketch videos, you know, just anything creative and out of the box that NBA teams weren't doing. Got so, it. So it's like, I think it's actually a really good idea because it's, mm-hmm. you know, if it works, it's like your players kind of become these cult heroes. Right. And people, you know, they, they, you, you become kind of that, that, that cool team. Oh, the Pistons got yeah. a new video. Um, so it's a great idea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think we all know how where, where this goes. I mean, it's just yeah, it's a great idea, but there's so many sort of little hurdles that you have to right. you have to overcome. You know, it's these teams have pre-existing marketing teams, yeah. you know, and it's people who were interns, uh, you know, who grew up in in those small towns uh, and just worked their way up to that that you know marketing job and. They their idea of marketing is to show the scores, show like the stat lines, to have cool graphic design, and then let it speak for itself. Because there were no numbers on like brochures or like flyers or like posters or TV, you know, uh, graphics or anything like that. But now with social media, it's like how many retweets, how many likes, and so that's sort of the new world that they were trying to enter. I don't, I'd imagine I have no yeah. idea. I have no idea like uh, you know how it how you know how it was but right. like i'd imagine it's a corporation too. yeah it's totally so a corporation because i mean we see all the time where like the social media manager of this team or that team gets fired like the rockets guy got fired yeah right then the rockets guy get fired for like tweeting a gun and then a horse yeah, when they yeah, beat the yeah, mavericks yeah. right 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 and then like the king's guy the king's whoever runs the king's twitter account is like a legend he's mm-hmm, so good mm-hmm. um but the nba told him to basically tone it down because right. he was like attacking other teams and i mean in that in the tweets that those guys were doing are so tame exactly. in the world oh, of yeah. twitter and social media but in the world of representing a brand they're like whoa, whoa whoa we can't be honest or you know so was it hard was it hard to like yeah navigate that i guess it was hard and it was a lot of um convincing and a lot of not convincing and then just doing the idea anyway and hoping that there would be some buy-in later on and luckily we had a few projects over there that that had that, but if those, if I had, you know, just listened to their directions, I probably wouldn't have gotten those or even gotten a job at Bleach Report because of it. And yeah, there was some crazy stuff. I mean, you would do, uh, you did the Hannibal Burris video mm-hmm. where it's like he, he's basically, uh, he's like, uh, he's like running a store that like where you rent someone to uh, foul Andre Drummond. Right, right, right. Well, we here at Hacker Center are here to help. We specialize in offering you, the NBA team who aren't the Pistons, one amazing and easy service to hack. It's like making fun of the hack of Drummond. Yeah. So it seems like something the Pistons would love. Like, where did that did, did that come from the Pistons themselves? No, it, it's so funny. So that was one of the last things I did. Because it seems like did. it comes directly from Stan Van Gundy. Like, yeah. Stan Van Gundy's like, hey, guys, we need to make everyone hate this hack of Drummond. Can you help me well, out? Well, you can't, you can't even comment, because even if it's not directly commenting and saying, Andre Drummond is bad at free throws. It still is like implying it a little bit. Mm. And so it's it's funny. I was pitching that sketch for a good three, four months over there, and they're like, no, we're not doing that. And uh so I was just <laughs> like, like we don't want to imply he's yeah. bad at free throws, even though there's a number called percentage that right, shows. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's yeah. the headline every night when when they're <laughs> yeah. talking about the Pistons. And so 
uh, we actually, I was still working for the Pistons, but, and I had, uh, you know, a direct line to Hannibal cause we came up, uh, in Chicago together doing standup. And, um, I was like, Hey, I have an idea for a sketch. I don't know if the Pistons will run it, but I want to shoot it anyways. Uh, and so I went to Chicago and we just shot it with them anyways. Um, and the Pistons didn't release it on through their channels and we just released it through funny or die. Really? They need to have like a rogue team mm-hmm. like they need to like have a slush fund that pays for it and then yeah. be like look we, we're not affiliated with these guys actually yeah that's you know what i mean do. like i don't know who who these like the yeah like, like 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 with political like uh political candidates how they have like a right yeah we need like a, a, a what's pack. it called like, like yeah 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 they need, super like, funnel yeah funnel it around yeah to like like the the that's like, actually that's what they should do because it just it shouldn't be affiliated yeah, yeah. but if you did that it's kind of like joel Embiid. Like, Joel Embiid is, like, super cool. Everyone loves him, you know? Like, if someone just kind of created that for, Mm -hmm. you know, Andre Drummond or KCP or... Yeah. I guess KCP isn't there anymore. He's with the, you know, the great Lakers. Lakers. (laughs) Yeah, that would be great. Like, that, yeah... Just like hire a bunch of like just really like weird gutter people. So would you to say make, to make he, the weirdest yeah. videos and be like, we don't know these guys exactly. Yeah, he, that's not our official Twitter. And the line is like disappearing slowly. Like people, yeah. are ca- like teams are catching up and being like, there is no reason to even have a social presence if you're not going to do stuff that way. Yeah, but the thing exactly. is, yeah, even if you funded this like rogue group. Like you still get the publicity, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you can just be like, "Yeah, we don't know these guys. These are just some dudes from yeah." Funny so or die. Pistons, get at us. We'll do it. Yeah. Well, so yeah, that's what's exactly. funny is that they this anything that does bad, they're like, "We had nothing to do with it." But the <laughs> yeah, second yeah. something does well, they take all the credit for take it. All Not the, credit the Pistons, for it. but just like any anyway. any of these corporations who sort of have like the, that rogue team or like the young guy who is like just doing wild shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you <clears> know, they're like, "Ooh, that's not us. We didn't tweet that." But the second it goes viral and makes headlines, they're like, "Yeah, we we embrace and empower uh, yeah, his yeah. creativity." Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Welcome, yeah, welcome. We don't to... give them health insurance yeah. or anything else <laughs> exactly. or, or full full benefits, but yeah, we we appreciate it in terms. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, like, so how were the athletes? Like, how was it working with the Pistons players? They were great. I mean, uh, you know, my interests in theirs outside of basketball don't quite align. So it was a okay. lot of like introducing them to things. Uh, like, like one of the videos I did was this. It I don't know if you guys saw it follows. It's yeah, just yeah, kind yeah. Of you, you did it with Andre Drummond, right? Yeah, we did because it follows was was filmed in Detroit, uh, and it was a indie horror movie that was sort of on my mind before I got there. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, we they they sort of tasked us with let's make a a jumbotron uh, commercial that sort of um, promotes this this new technology we have in the in the arena. And so I was like, oh, the best way to do that is by making a parody of this horror movie that no one's seen <laughs> nice, um, nice. called uh, Dre Follows. And it's him. And, you know, it's I, I we ended up finding people who worked on the actual production of It Follows, oh, okay. oh, nice. bringing them in. And uh, we had Andre play like the hero of that. And we shot it. We got a car that looked very similar to the one in the movie and shot it like that um, and made this commercial that when we showed it to the Pistons uh, crowd, were just confused. <laughs> Why is this happening to me? Who are they? There's no time. Your license dangerous. There's only one way to stop them. How? You got the Pistons app? Yes. Look. All you have to do is turn on the Bluetooth and then open up your Pistons app. They're coming. Okay, just press allow, and then okay. Now you'll get alerts throughout the palace for seat upgrades, special food offers, and sweet pistons gear. Oh wow! Pretty dope, huh? Um, <laughs> so they would play, they would play yeah, stuff yeah. in the arena, yeah, and you would get the reaction. So yeah. mo- most of the time, was it like confusion, or was there a few hits? Well, yeah, I mean, we had we had a lot of a lot of hits. Like the the one thing that we did was the longest oop, um, where we got just oh, right. yeah, we made a list of every Detroit celebrity. Uh, or celebrity from Detroit, and we had we would shoot these these um, separate segments uh, or go to their location and have them like catching a ball and then throwing it at a frame into the next oh, celebrity. Oh, got it, got it, got it. And then it ended with Andre catching it and dunking it. So okay. like the longest oop. That was sort of like the the big season kickoff thing. Okay. And that did well. Like people were genuinely great like idea. excited. It just worked. It worked. You know, it works. But yeah. like Robocop. Yeah. <laughs> but put yourself in the seats, and when you're watching Jumbotron stuff, you don't really want to follow narrative. You want to yeah, yeah, see yeah. people. Yep. You know. We you want to see pranks. You want to see, yeah. you know, kiss cam. Like kiss nothing cams. is ever going to beat the kiss cam. Kiss cam's yeah, the best perfect. thing. It's like, it, it's, it's, so good. it's I, that was like, oh, has been on my mind and I feel, I want another shot at it sometime in my life. Like I want to beat the kiss cam. Well, they oh. do, they oh. do the, uh, they do the Lion King cam now. Yeah. Have you seen that one's that? pretty That's, good. It's not as good as the kiss cam, but. Well, I can talk good. about it for hours, but now there's this big trend of sort of these plants or like fake yeah. jumbotron bits. 
and people like they go viral and it's so obviously fake yeah, but yeah. people yeah. are just like whoa I can't believe that guy proposed and got turned down yeah, and it's yeah. just like the acting is horrible <laughs> yeah like yeah. whoa that always... usher can break dance <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's like wait what yeah the mascots always do it where the mascots yeah. are like getting a fight with somebody in the crowd I don't uh, know. I kind of like it. No, I don't mind it either. I, I, I well, see what you're saying. It yeah. feels like it's cheating, but sometimes it's like really nice. I I, like, I've always judged the premise of it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rather yeah. than like, yeah, I gotta like separate like the performance from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're there for a year. Mm-hmm. I assume that it didn't go on because you know they have they have no comedy team now. Or well, yeah, they they gave it a shot, and you know a lot of those places they a lot of the um, evaluation on is whether it brought in revenue or not. Mm. You know to get into the boring details of it. And so how do you put revenue on this weird the weird sketch stuff that we were doing? Um, and then I was like, man, where am I going to go next after this? And then yeah, Bleach Report found me and was like, we do this every day. So you leave Detroit. Mm-hmm. How, did you miss Detroit? I mean, how was it like being in downtown Detroit? Um, it Were was. You, I, I would imagine, like you know, I, I lived in uh, El Paso for a month. Okay. When I was like real young, like, yeah, like twenty one or something like that, twenty two, and I was with it was a PA, and I was with this director. Uh, he was doing a documentary, and that guy like lived it up. He yeah. would just hit the bar every night and be like, "I'm a director." Yeah. Boom. You know, and he was set. I mean, for if you're there for a month, you can really live it up and get out of there without any sort of like decline and living it up. I was there you for had a, you had a crippling yeah. addiction by the end. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I was there for a whole NBA season. Like <laughs> you got addicted I did, to burning houses. Yeah, I was living it up in that first three weeks, and then that's all I like. That it was over after that. Then it was like I'm gonna see every movie I've never seen. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. in my weird movie theater that I had built, uh, and I, I got even tired of going to the games. Um, um, right, like because that was a th- that was an option to just go to a game after your work day. Got you know? it, got it. But so, you weren't traveling with the team. Right? No, no, oh, no, you didn't no, like no. become best friends with Stan Van Gundy. I like, wish, <laughs> you know, sort of. They they put up uh, it's fun. Uh, they put up a wall, like you know, form yeah. a fucking wall. But they they put up a wall, like they didn't want me to interact with him really that much. Really? Not because of like anything that, you know, not because I'm like crazy or anything, but like, yeah, why would we waste this, this legendary coach's time by CJ coming in and talking about late night with Conan O'Brien? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't... I see. I see. So but he's, he's really funny though. Stan. Vance. He's great. And I would have been just like pitching like Mario sketches. Like, Hey, you play Mario. You can I mean, play Mario. I probably have a doc somewhere with just crazy Stan Van uh, bits right. on there, but I remember. Wait, like, what do you got? Come on. There's got to be one in your head that you wish. Oh, so I wanted to, you know how they have like theme nights where like pass out stuff. I wanted to do um, where we passed out mustaches and, and like, what are those called? Those uh, dickies or whatever? Or what are those fake mock turtlenecks? Those turtlenecks that you like put on, but they're not a full shirt. <laughs> I don't know, but that's I, not, I, is that I, a Detroit I thing? Those are no, it's just the turtleneck. It's, it's just, just the turtle- neck? and it's just like yeah, you Wait, put what? it underneath a sweater because <laughs> a sweater and a turtleneck might get too hot. So why not just have the neck part of this it? This is not real. I this swear to God, if it's not real, I'm going home and patenting it. I'm going to register this idea if not. But okay, yeah, it was to hand that out, and then it was going to be like showing kids as Stan Van. Oh, okay. Oh, so they would wear it and then wear the mustache. Oh, that's pretty good. I like that. I like, yeah, that's good. That's yeah. Good. But his wife was always a big fan of our stuff. Like I remember, because I love when our stuff goes up, and I still do this whenever I make something. Uh, just reading every comment oh, yeah. on the you videos, and his it. wife was like commenting, "Who's this new uh, creative team?" Like oh, I love really? their stuff. So can spend hours funny. doing which, it. Which which uh, piston was the funniest? Hmm. Or which one was like like oh, I like working with this guy? Like he gets it. Um, because I feel like athletes, some of them get it. But a lot of them just really. I would say, yeah. Don't. So not Andre Drummond, right? Yeah. Because he didn't seem like he knew what indie horror was. Well, no, I don't fault him for that at all. But I, I totally get what you're saying. The the guy who was probably best on camera and uh, just followed direction really well was Anthony Tolliver. Like really? he was just very ca- charismatic mm. and you know um, knew what he was talking about a little bit. The most interesting to me was Jennings, Brandon Jennings. Which oh, really? I think is you know kind of obvious if you know NBA. Yeah, yeah. Because he was is. just sort of unfiltered, and you know we're asking him very generic questions but he's going in and talking about side chicks by the end of it. so he just kept is, it real yeah he's a legend uh, yeah he's from he's from here he's from compton i think oh is he yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. he was i think he was getting paid like from the ninth grade yeah i think yeah. the rumor was like the compton coach the crenshaw coach paid him anyways i read in a book that makes yeah. sense in the uh he's did he go back to china yeah now I think he's, he's back, going back right. he's going back he started in china he right for the dogs i think 
The Shangdu dogs or something? China. Dang, you're a real b ball head. <laughs> you know the China League? Yeah, I mean, now, <laughs> now it's Stefan. Yeah, I mean, because right. I've run out of NBA jerseys to get, so now I want to start getting to the Asian uh, oh, jerseys. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you okay. go. What's, your okay. best, uh, what's your best NBA jersey? Um, it's not an NBA jersey, but it's really obscure. I have a uh, Corey Maggette uh, McDonald's All-American Authentic jersey. Ooh. Oh, that is, uh, I found on Etsy. Cut. Oh, hey, okay. You know? Corey Maggette, uh, previous get-at-me dog. Yeah, uh, Matt got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He tweeted, he tweeted back Oh, he me. did? Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. those are the guys you, you can kind of see that you might have a chance. Yeah. 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 Well, he, he follows everybody. I don't oh, know if he you does? know that. He follows so many people. Well, that hurts my feelings. He doesn't yeah. follow me. I have his <laughs> high school All-Star Ooh. jersey. Just <laughs> Just tweet at him. Just tweet, tweet. Just tweet the jersey at him, and he'll follow you. All right, sure. Follow you. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you go to Bleacher Report. Yeah. And so it's it's kind of like for people listening to this podcast, it's probably a dream job. Yeah. You're just mm-hmm. making sports videos. Yeah. And so is that the job? Like you basically come up with an idea? It was. Yeah. It's probably the the most. Uh, it's probably the the dreamiest of dream jobs that I can think so, of. So like, take us through. So I think my favorite project that that you did was the romantic movie trailer. Oh, thanks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really we'll, good. We'll, we'll we'll edit it in. It's like a it's like a fake trailer for the finals yeah. with Durant and LeBron, right? Yeah. Meet Kevin, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. You think I don't hear what they say on the TV? I hear it all. But now that he's moving on up to the Bay Area, anything is possible. Meet LeBron, everywhere he goes, he's the king. He's found the love of his life. I love you so much. Don't you ever leave me like that again? And this year. Wants to recommit. These two ballers are chasing the trophy of their dreams. Problem is, it's the same trophy. Now Kevin's gonna need a little help from his new friends. And Bron might have to lean on his wingman. It's not always pretty, but all's fair in love and basketball. And with the championship on the line, someone's heart is gonna get broken. What started that idea or what, how it happened was, so these really talented editors who make just mixtapes, basketball mixtapes, you probably have seen their stuff. Um, the Frischbergs is their name. Uh, I think his YouTube account is Maximilian711. Um, I'm a Dawkins guy. Yeah, Dawkins. Yeah, Dawkins. Free Dawkins. Yeah, uh, Free Dawkins. That's the dude. But <laughs> he, we started making these sort of conceptual mixtapes. Like I was like, you know, there's always these highlight packages look like they come from anyone. So... The first couple that we did, uh, we did a when Ray Allen announced his retirement. I was like, "Well, our audience sort of knows Ray Allen as he got game Jesus Shuttlesworth. So how do you sort of celebrate it that way? Like that was sort of always my angle on these sports stories. Like, what is the pop culture relevancy to every story? And so it was like, well, let's make we got to we got to talk about he got game or Jesus Shuttlesworth somehow. And so we got. I remember this scene in he got game where. Ray Allen is watching his segment or Jesus is watching his segment on, on a uh, sports center. Yeah. So it's like, let's grab that. And every time there's like playing footage within it, we'll put an actual Ray Allen um, yeah, yeah, footage. Yeah. And so it looks like Jesus is watching his NBA highlights, even though he was only in high school in that movie. Yeah. 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 Um, and so that was sort of the first entry point into working with those guys on sort of a creative and, you know, higher level than just a standard mixtape. So just knowing, and then I found out from working with them on that, they're also film and TV editors. And so I was like, oh, they understand sort of these narrative and higher concept ideas. And then the playoffs came and they're, and you know, some, someone in the room was like, we should do a movie trailer for like the final, like the finals is like a movie. Let's do like a revenge trailer. And I'm like, revenge, it kind of, it seems like everything is always revenge. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's a theme you see in everything. Um, what is the complete opposite of that? Like, what are people going to be surprised by to see? And I was like, we should do romantic comedy. Uh, and everyone's like, what are you talking about? You know, that's sort of a lot of how my ideas were, were mm-hmm. always greeted, um, amongst my team. And so, uh, I mean, by the end of it, you know, people were, were buying in a little bit, but, um, I pitch it to those guys. Well, and also, they totally... your team isn't very good. You're the boss. <laughs> when the boss when the boss says something, I always go, "Yep, that's a great I idea." I mean, I wasn't. <laughs> it, it, I wasn't really the. I was more of just like, "Oh, we trust CJ's creative." I wasn't oh, yeah. telling people like yelling at them for showing up late. Like that wasn't my responsibility. But um, but your responsibility was like if something did well, you took credit for it. Yeah, absolutely. And if something yeah. did poorly, you disavowed. Just, and yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. I, I also follow that same philosophy that I got <laughs> I called out before. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I worked with those guys, and, and I would pitch them the idea, and they understood it. And it was just like, we I need footage that looks like, you know, uh, a breakup or like uh, will they, won't they, or like chasing something. And, you know, uh, we came up with that idea, the romantic comedy trailer. Um, and then when something like that 
comes out or your mm-hmm. other videos come out, like how do how do you get judged success or failure? Is it strictly on views or is there someone going like, even though this didn't do well, yeah, like it's it's brilliant. Yeah, or, I mean, there's always a conversation over that. I mean, obviously, the easiest way to tell if it's, it's successful are the numbers, and you know. Um, and when something doesn't do well, I'd hope, or I was always hoping that we'd have a conversation as to why it didn't do well and if we should continue to try it out in any way, uh, you know, going forward. So, but yeah, it was mostly like, I, I liked retweets. I liked Facebook views. I liked, uh, comments, uh, numbers on that way. Uh, because I've had stuff go out and it has low numbers, but the comments are like, I really love this. Right. Yeah. You know, I've done like obscure, like freaks and geeks bits. On oh, okay. There. there you go. And it has no numbers. Cause you know, the demo doesn't really know freaks and geeks, but then the comments are like, man, shout out to whoever knows freaks and geeks over mm-hmm. at Bleacher Report. And I'm like, yeah, yeah there are small like sections of sports fans who also, like that, but like. there's value to that too, because then yeah. like, Bleacher Report gets a name for Absolutely. amongst that person. It changes their perception of Bleacher Report yeah, or yeah. solidifies it. Yeah. And um, a lot of times you peeling back the curtain a little, there's a difference between views and engagement mm-hmm. where right. engagement, some brands want more than just views. Right. You know? That well, it's I mean, really it's also, about the people that, yeah, the more comments mean more than just straight view numbers. Yeah. Because sometimes you watch for like four seconds and that's a view. Well, and the best and the most important thing, too, is in my opinion, is you have to evolve these this weird like new sports landscape. So like mm-hmm. how do you evolve? It's by trying new stuff. And, you know, if you're doing the same stuff that just is is number grabbing it'll people get tired of it out of nowhere like you won't see it coming and you just you know i i think you'll put yourself into extinction that way i for me it's like always what are the what are the people on our nba say, say? exactly the, the reddit the nba yeah. subreddit like if they if they like it if there's a lot of comments on yeah. there I'm like, those guys have never touched a girl before <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> want the, really want those incels really that's, that's the really. demo john that's yeah, the demo that's, demo. that's what you yeah. go for but yeah. that's the uh yeah game of zones that was uh the malamut brothers those guys that's their exact philosophy and it's it's something i agree with uh big time is like who are the people who are really like hungry for the the content and it's the rnba people and if like you get a pass by them it, it speaks you know speaks highly of your stuff so 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 could could you just do whatever you wanted at bleacher report i mean or but yeah it was a lot more freeing and it was just moving a lot faster than the pistons so it's like you know once you sort of get the trust from the higher ups to to do stuff you know you don't have to ask for as much permission so it was like me going out to our editors or you know um independent artists that i that i knew and i was a fan of and you know with a little bit of budget and just be like hey can you make this thing like right away because it's you know you know in the social like the turnaround is so quick. You gotta have, like, you gotta. It's gotta come out in that moment, or else, you know. So is that what you guys would do? Either. You would see something. I mean, every video is gonna be different. Yeah. So you would see something and then make a video responding to yeah, it. Yeah, essentially responding or would to you it plan or stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's the thing is, you know, you, you can be very predictive in in sports. Obviously, like you can look at a sports calendar. A sports calendar is the most important thing I think for these these content teams. Is that. You know you're going to have, you know, looking at the last season, like before, we knew we were going to have a Katie versus Russ matchup. Like that was going to be a big story for for weeks. So you know you're going to have like LeBron versus Golden State. You know you're going to have those same playoff narratives. Like so those are the things that, you know, you're meeting weeks or or months in advance and making sure like what's the best idea for this and is do we have enough time to execute that idea? And then you know, it's a lot of gambling too. It's like, what if the Warriors don't win? What if the Cavs don't win? But you have to have something for both. You know, right? That's so. tough. Like I saw one video that you that you did where it was the uh, Kyrie Irving uh, game of death video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that looked like it took a lot of time to do. Yeah. And but it was put out in response to a playoff game. Yeah. So, so did you guys have that ready to go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saying so. like, as soon as Kyrie goes off. We're putting this out. So I was always like, whenever I thought of, because obviously we know what players we're going to do stuff for. You know, you know the the top twenty NBA players, yeah. the players who do well on social. So in my head, I was like, uh, and I was pitching it. That was an idea that I had when I first got there. I was like, how do we portray? Because to me, Kyrie's game is sort of all about moves, and so what what in pop culture is has like involves moves. It's like, oh, it's like a kung fu, like a Bruce Lee type. So I was like, uh, for a while, I was looking for artists that could do an animation that looked like Kyrie as, you know, Bruce Lee. And then um, I sort of, you know, put that idea, uh, you know, uh, behind me for a little bit because I just couldn't find someone under budget. And then I saw this artist, his name is Bam Bam Bam, and I really loved his stuff. And I was like, oh, man, this could be what he he can sort of I envisioned like his stuff, his style, like kind of spoke to exactly what I was trying to do with Kyrie. 
And I was like, I know there's going to be a Kyrie game in the final. Like, he's going to be one game yeah. in, in the – I had that ready for the Western Conference – or the Eastern Conference Finals and the Finals. And it finally happened in the, in the, in the Finals where we just had it ready to go to release. So – so what I mean, like, and if Kyrie gets injured, that's just done. It's just done. It's a it's a few bucks wasted. <laughs> yeah. What is uh? What's one idea you pitched that they were just like, oh hell no, oh, or like what's man. what's that one that like even you oh, knew you when, know what? even when you said it, you were yeah. like, I know you're not gonna. You, there's no, 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 no way. No. Like, so, okay, yeah. okay. So I don't like, know if we could talk about this, but uh, CJ had like a writing day in LA last year. Oh yeah, yeah. Where like yeah, we totally oh, that's he had right, a bunch of writers. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had emailed you each other. It. I yeah, I missed. You. I couldn't make it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was there, and I can't honestly, I can't, I can't remember any of the ideas okay. from the meeting except for one. Yeah. And that was, you know yeah. how ESPN does the body issue? Yeah. Oh, gosh. To do the clothing issue, where it's just <laughs> athletes wearing as much clothing yeah. as possible. <laughs> just like so layers funny. upon layers. Like, layers. like 18 that. sweaters. That's, that's We should do good. that. We should, we should just, just do and that. And I was like, and it, that's I, a photo like I said, yeah. I walked out of the meeting, I couldn't remember anything, but I was like, oh, that, that clothing thing. That's going to be <laughs> that's gonna be a hit if they ever yeah. do it. It's like a fake photo shoot. It's like, not a fake. Yeah. It's a real photo shoot. You get like Andre Drummond in there, and you're like, okay, we're gonna put twenty sweaters yeah, that, on. The, you. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're shooting the behind the scenes of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. But you guys never did that. No, we didn't. We save, didn't get to do any of those ideas. Give us some of your stuff that didn't didn't happen. What's the the ones that, the ones that got away? Well, this is it. It ended up going up in a different form. Okay. It was. I think the last piece I ever did for Bleacher Report actually was. Um, I knew what was going to happen where the Warriors were going to win. And, you know, people don't like the Warriors now. Right. And so Warriors celebratory stuff wasn't going to do as well, other than people commenting, like, this sucks, this is unfair. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so what is the piece that, that kind of uh, is is capturing the spirit of this is unfair? And so do you guys know those um, commercials that run like during the fourth quarter when the, like, you know, what team is going to win? Like where it's like, get the merchandise, yeah, like, the yeah, shirt, yeah, the hat. Yeah, yeah. The, oh yeah. The DVD illustrated. So we were talking about earlier, Jason Gallagher has this great story when the, yeah. when the Mavs, he's a Mavs fan. When yeah. the Mavs won the title, he, he was wasted. He spent like over a thousand dollars on like commemorative Mavs oh, gear. <laughs> like he like didn't even know that he did it. He was so drunk. His Jesus. wife is just like, you know, in the morning, she's like, did you spend like $1,200 on different <laughs> stuff? Not like, a piece of like, said, like the chair. Stuff just kept coming to his house for like the next two weeks. That's amazing. <laughs> different like maps. <laughs> you know, like I would do that too. If I was a Mavs fan, I'm like, this oh, is man. probably never oh. going to happen Yeah, again. exactly. And that that title was amazing. Like that, that, like that yeah. title was like, because it came out of nowhere. Yeah. No, no one thought they were going to win. Oh, to beat the big three in right. the first, like. The first year, yeah. it was. In, oh, yeah. So well, yeah, back you gotta you gotta spend a thousand dollars. Also, least. back in the day when magazines for you kids who don't know what magazines <laughs> are, when they were like pop, like Sports Illustrated used to be like the thing. Right. Remember when they would have the Super Bowl? Like they would give you like like a coat. Yeah. <laughs> like a like coat. A yeah. plate. Remember those yeah, plates? Yeah. Like Michael they Jordan. Would give, like they would give you plates. one of those like turtlenecks, but it's just, <laughs> yeah. just the turtleneck. Yeah. Oh, they God, would give you I'm a, never gonna... Remember the football phone? Yeah. If oh, you yeah. Got, if you got a magazine, they used to give you a football Oh, that's right. Hell yeah. Order the magazine and they'd send you some 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 toy or whatever. They give yeah. you some to- I mean, back in the day, if you opened a, a bank account, they gave you a toaster. Yeah. That's right. Like, that's right. Now, like, yeah, man. So anyways, you opened a bank then. account. No, you had it. <laughs> yeah, so you want to do like a Warriors. Yeah. So, but I wanted it to be as honest as possible. So it was, it was selling, it was a commercial parody for the NBA is rigged apparel. So it's a oh, shirt, a hat, all oh, Warriors nice. colors, but it said the NBA is just straight up the NBA is rigged. <laughs> and I worked again with those brothers uh, who, who we did all those, uh, the romantic comedy trailer mm-hmm. with. And we got it and it looks identical. Like I was like, here are the reference videos. Here's a script, like make it a turnaround in a few days. Uh, and it was the, get your NBA's rigged uh, merchandise now. And I made it and uh, I showed it to my boss and they're like, we cannot say <laughs> to a giant, to millions of people that the NBA is rigged. You know, we're partners with the NBA. Like you cannot yeah. call them out like that. And I was like, totally get it um just put it in quotes yeah exactly <laughs> and I, even though it's just like but this is you know that's what people are thinking is the nba is rigged yeah um and so i fought and fought for the, like no and like i was like what if we did another version and we came up with uh this is unfair 
Celebrate the 2017 NBA Champion Golden State Warriors with official This Is Unfair gear today. This is unfair, okay. And it was like a last-minute uh, call to put it up, and uh, it was a lot of trying to convince thing, convincing them to do that. Really? That seems like it would just be pretty easy to put. I mean, like, exactly. it, I mean like that, it doesn't seem offensive at all to me. Yeah, and so, that, I mean, that was a lot of the – it was a lot of convincing – you know, you have to convince a lot of people. Um, wow at companies as opposed to when you're you know just your comedy just, group just putting stuff there. Or yeah, you do like, yeah yeah exactly <clears throat> just yeah just making whatever and putting you know putting it up on your youtube channel yeah um so like did you work with any athletes uh at the pistons or yeah, at bleacher report both just who are who are the worst tell us tell us who sucks oh man you i don't know i don't know <laughs> i'm trying to think you know there wasn't there wasn't much working with um with athletes at bleacher report because i was on the social end of it and again it's so hard because working with athletes is very difficult and i luckily was like learning how to navigate that later on in my at my time with the pistons because you know you can't ask an Andre Drummond to do a comedy sketch after like losing uh you know six games in a row. Yeah. I remember having a whole set of Christmas um, ideas ready to go and like ready to pitch, but they went on like a losing streak, and we got nothing. I was gonna have like Urson walking around with a talk boy, <laughs> interviewing players, but they're like, one, you're gonna explain to Urson what a talk boy is, and two, you can't go into the locker room yeah. on a lo- during a losing streak. So. A lot of that it was, yeah, again, telling players about indie horror movies. and Right. Who's the worst actor? Um, Come on. Put him on blast. KCP was tough. He was tough. <laughs> but he was shot. Like, in that, you know, his game is that way. Like, he's like a quiet guy, and he just, like, right. let his game speak for himself. And we had him do a sort of a Jack Handy um, bit that it was called um, In the Air Tonight. And it was... So it was like a dunk highlight, and then we would freeze it midway through the dunk, and then it would be like his thoughts through the air. That's oh, a great okay. idea. That's a great you know, idea. So it was like, and so we had to get him to read it, and he was just he was nervous. The second you put a, a microphone in front of him, he was just nervous, and he just, and this is again no fault to him, just didn't understand our comedy writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're trying to convince him like what the bit is, like yeah, yeah. telling him who Jack Handy is. He's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Who Jack I don't know Handy. if you need to tell yeah. him Jack Handy is. Yeah. Just, just just read this case. Well, the comedy nerd in me is like, you gotta check you gotta, out you gotta, early <laughs> yeah. '90s SNL. Jack yeah, Kennedy. yeah, which is like, yeah. I, uh, it, was he born in the '90s? I, I I pitched ideas to Clutch Sports, yeah. which is uh, KCP's agency. Uh-huh. So I had a pitch for KCP. My pitch was that he would go around to his teammates mm-hmm. and sa- and he would just put the camera on them, put the put the iPhone on them, and say, "Spell Contavious Caldwell Pope." Yeah, oh, like a, like a spelling that's bee, great. and he'd go to each each oh, teammate to see how far they could get, you mm-hmm. know. And if they, you know, when they mess up, he would be like, "Oh, you're not, you know, you're not my." My real friend. Right, or, right, right. You know, yeah, that's funny. So it would just be a video of everybody trying to spell Contavious Cobble Pope. Great. But they, uh, yeah, they never they never did it. Maybe because they're afraid that KCP uh, won't be able to. Or it's one of his nine representatives shutting it down. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's a, that's a lot of the roadblocks. It's, let me let me pitch you some of my rejected videos please, please. From, from when I uh, worked for The Ringer. Okay. See, you tell me if they would have been accepted <laughs> at, oh, okay. at Bleacher Report. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, this uh, Werner Herzog narrates Dirk Nowitzki highlights. Love it. I would I would do that in a second. But would Bleacher Report do it, or would it be like Dirk's raps or something? Wait, didn't you it? make this? I, I made it. I made you it. Would it need, you would need oh, Dirk for this. No, no, you don't need it. You just then I would have green. I would have greenlit it, okay, and then okay. I would be like, we'll show them and explain to them later. What about a cartoon where Phil Jackson, when Phil Jackson was head of the Knicks, uh, realizes that Porzingis is the only good player, uh-huh. so he keeps cloning him. <laughs> and each each Porzingis like they just like so he has like five Porzingises. Yeah, and he tries to play them off as like they're just long lost twins. Is this a series? It's just, it was just one you know, one episode. We'll see how it does. Didn't okay. We, didn't we do this with Tim Duncan? Duncanplicity? Yeah, yeah. But I, I adapted it. <laughs> Would you adapt this, it? This one's called Porzingai. Porzingai. Oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I like, like it. You, we would have a tough time convincing. Okay. Convincing them. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, this this is one I, that John and I have talked about before. Uh, this is like a this would be like an expose maybe mm-hmm. style video about how Chris Kamen is really Bigfoot. Okay. That's that somebody found and shaved. Yeah. And then like cuz he was like, "Oh, Bigfoot's really tall. He's probably could play in the NBA." And shaved and like, you know, let him loose in the I, NBA. I would green light that and it would be only if you asked me or pitched that to me in August and September. Okay. When there is no NBA news, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, not, yes, we're not, doing Chris Kamen. No, 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 no. This has to run in the finals. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the final. Yeah. Biggest, this game okay. could be Chris Kamen. It could be some other tall one. But I no, I don't know who else. Would, I guess Steven Adams would be a good one for that. Steven too. Adams. Yeah, yeah, Steven Adams would be a good one. Uh, I don't know. That's all That's all I have. I like yeah. it. I like okay. it. I would have hired you. Okay, thanks. Thanks. 
All right, should we move on? Should we play Get At Me, Dog? Get at me, dog. All right, CJ, the way this works is we choose an NBA player, or our loyal listener, Lash City, chooses an NBA player for us. We tweet at the NBA player, score points if they respond. This week, uh, Lou Williams. Lash City chose Lou Williams for some reason. John, do you know why? you have any insight into into Lash's thinking? He just said Lou Williams. Probably yeah. former Sixer. I think yeah. he likes Lou Williams. Right. So everything I know about Lou Williams is, or the main thing I know about him is that he had two girlfriends. Yeah. So well, my main thing is he he made a million dollars before he had sex. So that's in a rap, you said. <laughs> I think it's a rap. Yeah, it was something about like yeah, it was like I forgot the rap, but it, I think he got his rookie contract before he had sex because he came out of high school. I don't, Did I don't he? Know, I don't, he I don't know. might have came out if of high he, school. What, what, what do you remember? What song that was? Mm. He, I know he uh, was Drake raps about him a lot when he was on the oh, Raptors. Oh, six man yeah, like Lou six, Will. Yeah. Hmm. So he yeah. has to be like, and he's not a bad player, but he might be like the worst NBA player to repeatedly get shout outs in <laughs> rap songs. I feel oh, like. come on. There's got to be, there's got to be like, like Steve Blake or something. There's got to <laughs> be the worst. There's got to be a worse one. Oh, one of my favorite raps from, uh, from Wu Tang. It's, or no, it's Ghostface. It's, I keep the heat bumping like on Bonzi Wells. Oh, nice. And it's one of yeah, my favorites. Yeah. Well, Bonzi Wells. Yeah, is, is, yeah, is, yeah, that is true. Bonzi's, Bonzi's, Bonzi's. He's a big a three legend. guy now, right? Is John, it Bonzi? John, <laughs> he's a big three You're guy, right? Three? See, did I see him? Or I think I, th- saw I think Bonzi. he is. Yeah, yeah, because I think I I texted my buddy. Keep yeah. the heat pumping like Bonzi. Ghost Wells. ballers, maybe. <clears throat> he might be a ghost baller. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll find out this Sunday. Yeah. This Sunday will be the big three. Me and Futernick will be there um, with the Brickhouse guys, actually. Uh, anyway, so I tweeted at Lou Williams. Uh, he, he apparently has like a clothing site where he sells hats. So I said, "Copped a sweet cap from." the site lewillville.co hoping my jumper improves and i can sell my girlfriend on my other girlfriend oh it's pretty good it's pretty good uh yeah so apparently he said i made my first million before i ever got laid in some freestyle so that was him so i went with the rap thing Right, tried to play off against Dame right. Lillard, right? Okay, because you know Dame. Yeah, like, yeah. Part of get at me though, you got to add dollar. people. Yeah, you got to add people. So I did. Well, that's uh, John's tactic. He always like adds. Yeah, he adds like four of the people. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> you got to yeah. cast the wise. Yeah, yeah, cast, yeah, yeah. Right. So true hip hop heads only alarm alarm emojis. So you know it's popping. Who got better bars, Team Lou or Dame Lillard? Retweet if they should collab. Like if they should battle. Damn, you got so, a social team working for yeah, you. Yeah, so I was hoping, yeah, right? <laughs> I'm thinking like Lou Williams like, look, I'm not going to battle Dame. I'll retweet this, right? Because yeah. I'd love to collab with, with Dame. That'd be nice. And yeah. then Sneaky John gets to get at me, dog. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. All right. CJ, what, what you, you got? Right. Too, what'd you get? So I just saw his last tweet was, why Robin never in the Batman movies, LOL. One, I don't know why that's funny to him. <laughs> he just yeah. loves the fact that Robin he's, he's, is getting like he's a Rob, shut out. He's like a super Robin yeah. fan, and he's mad, maybe. So, I mean, I just moved back to L.A., and so now I'm in like very showbiz uh, mindset. So I, I, like that. I, I tweeted, I, like that. I replied to that tweet. I know Chris O'Donnell can set up a meeting between y'all if you want. <laughs> so I like that. If that's, he gets at me, dog, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure for you to deliver Chris yeah. O'Donnell. <laughs> Which probably isn't that hard. It's yeah, probably, yeah. probably Chris doing, O'Donnell yeah. might respond before. <laughs> that, that's Chris O'Donnell a, might be like, I'm in. I would love to have see Chris O'Donnell and uh, Lou Williams Lou just talking. Just see, uh, see what, what do they have in common? What do they have in common? Yeah. Maybe they both have two girlfriends. Who knows? They probably have multiple. Yeah. Um, anybody get a response? No, probably no, not. No, 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 no. All right. Well, you never uh, know. Yeah. Maybe. Sometimes it happens after the fact. It does. Okay. Happened yeah. once. Lou actually. might be with one of one of two girlfriends that's right, right that's now. That's right. Yeah, yeah it can't be two. I, uh, all right. So no, should we just should we should read we some headlines? headlines? Yeah, I think we got headlines. All right, CJ. The way this works okay. is we just read. These are just headlines from the just newspaper. Straight news. We just get straight news. Straight. Not straight basketball news. news. No, it's basketball. Okay. Okay. Basketball. I was like, news. what's happening? But this is legit from the AP Wire. Okay. Matt just reads them. Just read them. Just read them straight up. Uh, so Kevin Durant, he was at the Taj Mahal uh, this this last week. I don't know if you saw. Oh, I did. I yeah, did. yeah. I he played it. basketball yeah. there. Yeah. And he was surprised to learn that the Taj Mahal ancient building is more spry and mobile than Taj Gibson. Oh, Headlines. Man. I like it. <laughs> I'll hit the applause sign for that one. Uh, Steph, uh, <laughs> Steph Curry uh, was in uh, South Korea. Dangerous, dangerous Uh-oh. time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dangerous, dangerous time. time to be <laughs> over there, Steph. Ooh, Steph, come uh, back. Come back, buddy. But he was on a he was on a Korean game show. Ah, yeah. I don't know if you saw this, but he played actually played basketball against a giant stationary inflatable person. Oh. Yeah. It's been a tough two years for Roy Hibbert. <laughs> 
headlines. Pretty good. Uh, Jimmy Butler. He's got to get out of there. Jimmy Get out of there, man. I don't know what they're making yet. This was last week. Yeah, get out I'll get the Roy Hibbert Korean jersey. Yeah. Yeah, get on that, CJ. Yeah. <laughs> that was a real thing, though. I don't know if you saw. Yeah. Did you see the clips of that? It was amazing. Well, what? you got to also look at. There's Jordan uh, Japanese game show um, footage. I didn't know if it was because, like, I don't know if players do this all the time, but yeah, uh, YouTube search Jordan uh, in Japan oh. game shows. Well, yeah, because the because the I don't you missed it, but the the Curry brothers played and you know in yeah. in this Korean game show. It's hilarious. It's bizarre. Really? It's bizarre. Oh. It's like they do. We'll we'll get to it in shadow. Yeah. It's a beast, right, actually. Uh, next headline, uh, Jimmy Butler treated 35 Bulls front office staffers to dinner. I don't know if you saw that. I did. I saw that. That's, that's great. No, but he's not the only uh, generous former Bull. Oh, yeah? Rajon Rondo made the same offer, but no one wanted to have dinner with Rajon Rondo. <laughs> Headlines. <laughs> wow. Ooh, tough one for Rondo. Yeah. Arbon, would you want to have dinner with Rondo? Yeah, well, no, like no. I didn't get the invite, but probably, <laughs> probably busy that decline. night, Rondo. Yeah. Probably busy. <laughs> Uh, Dwight Howard uh, was spotted at a Hooters. Oh. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. I'm getting a headline from nine months in the future. <laughs> headline! A Hooters restaurant closes because all waitresses are on maternity leave. Headline. Oh, man. Wow. Wow. Oh, all He's right. getting it in. Getting it in. Yeah, it's Dwight. You know Dwight. You know oh, Dwight. Yeah. yeah, you know Dwight. Yeah. All right. Uh, so a few weeks ago, we did a segment called Jeff... Dwight Howard worthy, <laughs> mm-hmm. Jeff Fox, Dwight Howard worthy, it was real popular with the people, uh, CJ. So we're gonna do a segment this week called uh, Jeff Fox, Kyrie Irving worthy. <laughs> uh, Kyrie I, Irving. I've never heard uh, anything more clunky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, but also we're working, loved we're, it we're, very it's just uh, it's the second time we've done the segment. We're, we're, we're working on it. <laughs> uh, so these are all uh, you might be Kyrie Irving jokes. Got all right, okay. you ready? Yeah. Okay. If the amount of science you actually know can be written on your tiny forehead, you might be Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Got a small forehead. Flat Earth, shout out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just so you, uh, Ky- the things we know about Kyrie Irving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just so you, believes in a flat Earth. Yep. Tiny, very small forehead. Very, very, forehead. very. very uh, and likes white girls, according to John. Yeah, okay. yeah that was a rumor. Yeah, yeah that yeah. boat, the boat that party. Boat? See, that boat? I didn't yeah. make it up. Right? All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. If the earth is flat is not even the most crazy thing you believe because you think you're better than LeBron James, <laughs> you might be Kyrie Irving. Wow. <clears throat> That's true. That's tr- if you need a map to find your tiny forehead, <laughs> but tragically don't believe in maps, <laughs> you might be Kyrie Irving. <laughs> If you like your Earths, like you like your women, without curves, <laughs> you might be Kyrie Irving. That's, 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 that's a white girl cut right yeah. there. Nice. If your most recent YouTube searches are conspiracy theories and white girls on boats, you might be Kyrie Irving. <laughs> If your ACL is completely fucked up, (laughs) where ACL stands for Ability to Comprehend Logic, (laughs) you might be Kyrie Irving. (laughs) That's a... That's you might be Kyrie Irving. I love Irvin. this. Wow. That's, uh, wow. that's you might be Kyrie Irving. All right. You should go on tour, man. Yeah. I should. should. I think that was, that's a good tight five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? You, you're you're a comedian. You I'd go on that tour. I would be the Ron White of that tour. I <laughs> so the only yeah, good yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what my the topic only, would the be. Only non-hack what, comedian. What's his signature joke? Ron White. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just being good. Just storytelling. No. Good. He's got and the he's cigar and the whiskey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, had no, like no. Gatorade in a whiskey glass. His his he had one. It was like that might be your like, sign. That's, no, that's, that's Angle, your sign. I think. Yeah, that's, that's Angle. Is they're all, they're all there was it was uh, Angville, Bill Angville. Oh, you're right, yeah, right. You're right. Larry the Cable Guy, obviously terrible. Right. Yeah. Jeff Foxworthy, legend. I love I love Foxworthy. <laughs> Gotta love this yeah, Foxworthy. I fucks with Foxworthy. Like <laughs> little uh, there will not be Foxworthy slander yeah. on this. Uh, so CJ, this is the end of the podcast. Okay. And so we're gonna play some music and this is, we just shout out and beef with like whatever we wanted. Cool. You know, essentially for I don't know, ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Okay. Um, so anything you want to shout out, Beef, just just jump right in. <laughs> oh, we talked about this. I'm going to shout out that, that. Watch that Korean uh, game show. Okay. And it was it Japanese Jordan? 
Yeah, the Japanese Jordan, it's Jordan and Barkley go over there and they're on a Japanese basketball game show. It's incredible. But this this Korean one's amazing, John. They five Korean comedians. Okay. Against Steph Curry and Seth Curry. Okay. And but the Korean comedians, their hoop is like much larger. Oh, that's and funny. And they have that giant inflatable guy in front of the Curry hoop with oh. like two, you know those like um like thing in front of car dealerships, those yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, those yeah. like the uh, noodles, the yep. noodles. They yep. have those on, uh, and then uh oh, then they for the fourth quarter, they started spinning the curry hoop. Like, it would spin <laughs> around. It was amazing. They got to wow. check it out. Yeah. Man. Asians really kind of run the game show. They run the game show yeah, racket. They kind of really... They, they, they really, have it figured yeah, out. They do have it figured out. Uh, do you watch Terrace House? Shout out Terrace House. Do you guys uh, watch this? What's that? It's a Netflix reality show based on Japan. It's Japanese. Oh. So they got the model down. This, this show's amazing because it's like... It's always like three guys, three girls, and they live in this house, right? The Japanese, like, the sex there is so weird, right? Like, the, how they interact, because it's very formal. So the whole show is... Wait, like, are you sure that's real? No, it's a real show. What do you mean, like, sex in Japan is weird? What do you mean? Well, no, no, this is how like, I, li- I lived in Japan, I, I, and I knew people had lots of sex. It seemed pretty regular to me. People or you? Probably not you. <laughs> I had a girlfriend at the time. But I had lots of friends. I had lots of friends who had lots of sex. Oh, the weird thing about it was... Okay, here's the weird, only yeah, weird thing it. about Japanese sex, okay? Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear <laughs> so, it. They, uh, and this was explained to me my second to last night I was in Japan, all right? The by, second to last bartender. night, you were like, man, right. I'm really going to get no, no, sex so tonight. Bar- so I got to go. I'm drink- I really need to sex. No, no, no. I'm re- I need to drink- slam dunk. I'm drinking at this bar, and the bartender's like, so, you know, for Americans, if you want to, like, you're out with a girl, and you want to have sex with her, what do you, you know, what do you say, you know? Yeah. And me and my friend, my friend Dave, we're just, oh, you just ask him back to your place, or ask him, you know, back to hotel room yeah. or whatever. And we're like, what do you... What do Japanese people do? And they're like, oh, we would never be that forward. What we would say is, do you want to go do karaoke? Oh. Because they have these things in Japan called love hotels. Yeah. Okay. Where you like rent by the hour, and all the love hotels will have like the rooms will have like a karaoke machine. Oh, so you're not really going to karaoke. No, no, but that's what they'll say. They'll say, do you want to go Got to karaoke? It. And I like immediately flash back to my year in Japan. <laughs> Every time I've been at an effing club. Someone that I was oh dancing with a girl, and the girl would be like, "Do you want to go to karaoke?" And I would be like, "Fuck no! Yeah. I don't want, I'm dancing. Oh I don't want to. I, I'm like, why would I want to go to karaoke? I, we're at a club dancing. So I, I can't sing. <laughs> so and funny. so I'm just like replaying the entire everything. the entire year, all the two every times you could time have I was sex. at a club. Do you, this girl would ask me if I wanted to do karaoke, and I'd be like, "What the fuck? What's the people? These people love their karaoke." I guess. Oh wow! Oof, yeah. Ooh, Man. good. Yeah. You don't like karaoke? You must be gay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you gay, bro. Bro, you gay. Anyway, so Japanese sex is weird. <laughs> so this is how. So it's very like you said. They it's not forward. So this is how the show works. Basically, a guy will go to the girl right and be like, "I like you. Do you like me?" And she'll go, "No, I like the other guy." And he'll go. Then I'm leaving the house. And then he'll leave the house. What? <laughs> and then she'll go to the other guy. She'll be like, do you like me? I like you. And he'll go, I do like you. And they'll be like, great. We're together now. Whoa, what? <laughs> and then someone else will show up. Is this up. a reality show? This is a reality show. It's, the, it's, it's so like the good. real world. Okay. It's, it's so good. Like, you will watch 20 episodes in a day. And what's also nice is, so that just continues, right? It's just like their relationships are so weird like that. Like, it's very like, do you like me or no? Is it subtitled? Uh, yeah. Okay. And then what's great about the show is there's a room of comedians that show like like it goes from that the house to like five or six comedians just sitting around on the floor talking about the show, making fun of these people. It's like the best model because it's like Big Brother plus five comedians just making right. fun that of is, these. It's it's interesting. Pretty good interesting. idea. Yeah. So it's got it's got I think like three seasons on Netflix. Like. Every person who got us into it, like me and my wife, watched it in like, like that. Like she what, watched what like is it twenty called again. Terrace House. Terrace. Like I've heard, I've heard of I've, like uh, a terrace. I think my in-laws watch it. No, I love me some Terrace All House. Right. Man, All you right. could have got so many Japanese girls. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. <laughs> well, I mean, I was you know I was with my girlfriend who was now my wife. So. Oh well, then so, no, I take all that back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my yeah. my child would not have existed, John. Is that what you want? That's what I want. <laughs> uh, CJ, if you don't listen to the podcast, I hate my. Uh, he hates. I, I hate my only son. Yeah, he's got <laughs> one really, son. really ruined my life. Really, yeah. Um, well, shout out. Life to, wasn't uh, that that 
his life wasn't that great before. That's true. That's <laughs> true. It went, went from like a three to a two. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and you get like two more jokes a month out of the I game. I do, I do. Yeah, I do. So it's least, probably actually better. Yeah. You were trending down. It's true, it's, it's true. It's a good now, thing now, that you pivoted to a baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, shout out to Starberry. Or, uh, there's been lots of good stuff. Mm-hmm. There's been a, there was a great Planet Money podcast on the shoe, the Starberry shoe. Yeah. Oh yeah, like you know, he came out with like a twenty dollars shoe. Yeah, like Stephen Barry. It was like the opposite of uh, like the opposite of the big baller brand. Yeah, and he and he was like he was very heartfelt. He was like, I always wanted to do this because when I was a kid, I couldn't afford shoes. So when I became a big, a big you know basketball player, it's like it was my way of giving back. So, and apparently the shoe was like a, a decent shoe. I don't know. Yeah, are you are you are you sneakerheads? Yeah, you? big sneakerhead. Uh, yeah, I never had those shoes, but it was always such a great concept. Uh, and but people just wanted Jordan still. Well, yeah. I think in the podcast they say they sold okay, but yeah. then the uh, um, the financial crisis happened. Yeah, and also Marbury wasn't good anymore. Yeah, didn't he hurt himself in them? No, I, I thought th- he I think twisted he, an ankle in preseason or something. Well, he went the to first, New York. No, no, right? The first game, so the first they talk about in the podcast. On the first game, he goes down. Yeah, but he doesn't get injured. Oh, okay. like he twists yeah. his ankle, but he's totally fine. Oh, okay. and in that case, the Ro- Derek Rose shouldn't have his own shoe anymore. Yeah, that's true. You know? That is true. Are there that much difference between the shoes, CJ? Um, no. I mean, okay. So I'm I'm brainwashed by Nike. So okay. it's it's tough. It's like I've done. Uh, m- talking myself into techno like boost technology nike zoom all that so but at the end of the day if you're good at basketball you're going to play better than the guy with better technology shoes but like if i put on different shoes do that because i i you know i I just wear like regular shoes Uh all the shoes seem the same to me uh there's some that are clearly better than the other like there is like i do like wearing the hardens because they have like this boost technology and i have like terrible knees and it's so a little bit of it is in my mind Oh, it's a okay. little bit, you know, uh, of a placebo huh. effect. But then all, others, too, is like, oh, this does, like, um, absorb impact more than others. So who knows if I'll, if I score five extra points because of it, but. I don't, I don't believe you know. any of it. Yeah. Uh, ooh, I'm beefing. Oh, okay. I'm beefing with you, uh, Matt. Oh, no, what I do now. Yeah, it's not even from me. It's from my fiance. Oh, okay. she listened did to I the make, pod last did I week. Make fun of her last week? No, she said <laughs> she was in she was in Germany. She was uh-huh. in Berlin, right? Oh, that's right. We did make fun of and her. And so, so she'll vacation by herself, right? She's starting a new job. She had the week off. Oh, wait, let's run, to, let's run this by CJ. So, okay. yeah. John 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 gets engaged. Okay, and his fiance immediately takes two solo vacations. <sighs> We've been engaged for a year and a half. It's not immediate. Well, I mean, it depends on your definition of immediate. <laughs> <laughs> Very true, man. Whoa, she takes, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> she goes to Colombia. Now she's in, now she's she in went Germany. To Columbia, yeah. And the Matt was saying that uh, she was like, oh, you're fine. German guys, not not good looking. Right. But, but, but Colombia, right? And she came home and, and like, basically the first thing she said was like, listen, I listen to Super Hoovers. Matt was so wrong. Oh, Berlin's man. got so many hot guys. Oh, Berlin. Yeah, Berlin. Berlin. See, Berlin has money. And so well, she, Berlin is also cosmopolitan. Exactly. So, so she you was get a like, mixing of the genes. People look better. Yeah. So you go. I've only been to really the countryside in Germany. Yeah, and that was the thing. She was like, actually, in Colombia, they're not that great looking. She's like, you got your like hits. You know, your uh, what's her name? Vera Vera Gara. Sophia Vergara. So, yeah, Sophia yeah. Vergara. Shakira too. And Shakira. Yeah. Ooh. There's a couple, right? right? But the most the average person. She was like, but in Germany, they were all hot because they all dress well. And a lot of people are from like, like Italy. Like yeah, people come saying, over. Not yeah. from Germany. Exactly. She was like, everyone speaks three languages. Like they speak English, German, and either Italian or like Korean. She seems or whatever. like she's been like talking to a lot of people and knows a but lot she about was with what's a lot. going, yeah. Yeah, yeah, going yeah. on in Germany. Yeah, she's was, singing a lot of karaoke, John. She said, "You know what? She really she spent the night at a karaoke <laughs> uh-oh. place." Uh oh! Wait, what the what the heck? Yeah, it was in Japan. It was in Japan. Yeah. Well, so she's beefing with me. She's beefing with you because she was like, she was like, no, I Matt thinks I've been around telling you that I haven't been with surrounded by a bunch of hot dudes, but but I'm here to tell you that I've been, yeah, that I've spent this week with nothing but really hot dudes (laughs) that are well dressed, that speak multiple languages and have good jobs. All right, and now I'm stuck with you. Now, he's stuck with John. Well, he's got yep. a fresh haircut, though. Yeah, that's what Uh, John's fiance. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we should put her name out, but no, we won't. We'll keep that hidden. All right. Yeah, because. I might have a few fiance. It might be like Lou Will. You might yeah, be Lou right. Williams. Might be Lou Every fiance thinks there. That's right. I had to send yeah, like yeah, three fiancés yeah. to Colombia. That yeah. shit's costing me a fortune. <laughs> Your other fiance is like, wait a second. Wait I wasn't in Germany. I, I was in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> CJ, you got anything? 
Uh, okay, this is a shout out Anna Beef. With, oh, go ahead. Uh, Nike Ooh. now has now doing the uniforms for the NBA. Love again. I said earlier, brainwashed by Nike, mm. but uh, I don't. I'm not on board with all the designs and especially the placement of the logo. I don't know why it's bothering me. It just looks so crammed in that. Yeah. The, like the the strap or like the the shoulder whatever part is thinner maybe, and that's why. But. It, it, it's a futuristic. These jerseys and uniforms look, you know, a little bit more progressive, and I'm having a hard time dealing with the new designs. Uh, I mean, what, the the ads are kind of rough on yeah. some of them. Well, at least when you buy it, I guess the ad, you when you get the jersey, the ads aren't on it. I don't. Yeah, know. I don't think I'm the ads. Are I think when you Is buy them, fair? like, okay. yeah. like just just to buy it, to yeah. have it. I and think the ads are only the game ones. Yeah, I mean, there's some logos that actually kind of add to it. Like, I think the Cavs Goodyear logo is oh, cool. Yeah. That one isn't bad. The um, Celtics uh, GE logo looks kind of cool to me. Uh, at I don't least, know. Uh, I like yeah. the, I mean, the, the Charlotte one, obviously, is cool because yeah, it's, it's just, just a jump man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, duh. Uh, the Denver uniform, I think, is real ugly. Yeah, I mean, it, I was saying it's some of the designs are very XFL-y to me. Yeah. Well, also, it's like the Denver, I used to love those baby blues. Oh, yeah. The powder yeah. blues. Why did they get, yeah. uh, I don't know. I didn't mind the Denver as much as people did. I, I hated it. Yeah, so Minnesota generic. put out two. Yes. Gr- the white one I really like. Yeah. The white and blue, but the green one just looks like. I haven't seen the green one yet. It's, it's like. It's, it's green, like lime green, and it's all. Interesting. It's like yeah, Seattle it's Sounders kind of bright okay. green. It's very yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it's not good. The not shorts good. look cool for sure. I saw Wiggins yeah. was just rocking those. The shorts, the white, the white, yeah, yeah the white Minnesota one's good. Um, all right, uh, I think that's all uh, yeah. for this episode. It, CJ, thank you so much for coming on. CJ, shout Thanks out your uh, your your Twitter and it's, it's my name at CJ Toledano across all platforms, multi platform. Oh, yeah, nice. see, you got that yeah. good you know name. I mean? You got that good name. Lingo. See, I got the shitty name. I got everyone has my name. Oh yeah, I know. Quickly, you guys were, f- you guys both last name Hill, uh-huh. and yeah. then just became friends because of what or how? Karate uh, PI. Channel, I just tweeted that out. Uh, oh, shout from, out! What was that? The little, the little uh, well, yeah, we from the Channel 101 community Got it, which yeah. is like the LA it's like a LA filmmaking yeah. thing yeah with Dan yeah Harman and I did and this uh, I did a Channel 101 show called Karate P.I. that John liked yeah he, he did a show that I hated mm-hmm. <laughs> right. but I didn't know it was him yeah right, his right. talking everyone, nipple everyone, and I was, this is this, this is, is like, like we, you talked about reading the comments for like videos you yeah. make and you know sometimes it could be great if people like it of course if people hate it it's, it's crushing this channel one one is like a live screening, so I made this show called "Guy with a Talking Nipple." People just fucking hated, it. hated it. And uh, I remember I, I didn't go to the first screening because I was out of town, but the second screening for the second episode, I was there. You know the thing, the show, the, you know it ends, and the guy next to me turns to the person next next to him and was like, "Man, fuck that guy with the talking nipple." <laughs> oh man, it might have been me. It could have. No, it wasn't you. It could, I probably brought some it people. Wasn't like you. I I had a show that I. Hey made everyone. That, Everyone, listeners, go to YouTube. <laughs> Guy with a talking nipple. You be the judge. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I I had made a show that I thought was like great. It was like a really oh oh good I because I so I canceled you or something right. I got in and you didn't get in. Is that what yeah, happened? Yeah. That was the thing. Like Ooh. like because like, the way one on one works is there's ten ten videos. The audience votes yeah. and, the, and the top five get to come back for the next month. Yeah. So I was in the top five somehow with Guy with a talking nipple, even though people hated it. Yeah. It's it very, so very bad. polarizing. No. As, as just, all great art is. Right. No. Right. No. Disruptive. Oh, yeah. It was so bad. He uh, just had Randall Park in it. No, you didn't know it was just his voice. Yeah, no, that counts. Know. That counts. But I hated Matt forever. I was like, fuck this. Whoever this Matt Hill guy sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a lot of people actually, hated I don't me. even think I knew your name. I was just right. like, talking nipple, I hate you. Right. And then he did a show called Karate P.I. And we had done a similar show like on our own, uh-huh. but Matt had just done a better job of it. Oh. And we were just like, ah, like he had like basically the same joke, you know, the same like it was a parody of like a police, police officer. It was like a, it was like, like a Naked Gun. It was like Naked Gun. It yeah. was very inspired by Naked Gun and the show they did before Naked Gun called Police Squad. Police Squad. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 out there. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and we had done something very similar like that, me and my crew. But like his was like so good. And I was like, oh shit, Karate P.I. And nice. then after a while, I think we just kind of met. Yeah, well, then I did the Spurs Special Forces, and John mm-hmm. was, like, the only person who liked that in that community because like, no one, yeah. like, you know. Sports. Because comedy and sports, there's, like, very little overlap. Right, right, Like, right. comedy nerds are often not into sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. Then we just found out we, like, we're, like, two comedy guys who like the NBA. Yeah. So. We're getting yeah. into podcasts, and here we are. The, oh, the also, number one podcast of, of the right, world. That's right. <laughs> that's pretty um, great. Third in sports, but number one in the world. But we're going to have to edit out because we'd like to keep it a mystery yeah. whether or not we're brothers. 
<laughs> yeah, that was that was gonna be the the general question of it all. Yeah, once in a while, people still ask, They're like, "Wait, you guys aren't brothers?" But then if you see us in person, it's pretty obious. Yeah, that there's no yeah. relationship. <laughs> yeah, not much. Although we joke because I don't know if you know. So John's half Thai uh-huh. and half white, and then my son is half white and then half oh man Southeast Asian. Okay, different. Uh, in, in my wife is like an, an indigenous people of Southeast Asia. Uh-huh. So we always joke because like my son's gonna grow up and look like exactly oh, like man. John if he's lucky. If he's lucky, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You gotta pull a lot of uh, your wife's jeans. Yeah, like Matt's fucking up the curve. It's not looking. It's not. It's, it's not so looking good. good. It's not looking good. It's, it's like good. whatever. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> thanks to CJ. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, until next week, keep pooping. Keep pooping. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting. You're now listening to Super. They a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super Hooper! Can you check it? Super Hooper! That's what you say, bro. We just form a fucking wall! Super Hooper! I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Super Hooper! At American University, we don't just hope for change. We create it. We don't just dream of a better world. We make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout D.C. to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool. Get really into your favorite shows and movies all in one place with Flex, a 4K streaming box you get free with Xfinity Internet. And get Peacock Premium at no additional cost. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Flex. Restrictions apply requires postpaid Xfinity Internet excluding Internet essentials. One device included.